0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to scamp life the other side. If my voice isn't familiar to you, I will remind you my name is Shauna and I am here with Kelly. And we are so excited to do a little rundown of how our summers were. And then after that we'll get back to our regular scheduled deep dives and deep thoughts into Topics and themes all around camp. So, Kelly, how is it?
1: <laughs> is it great? My summer? Yeah, your summer? Huh? Oh God, no. My oh wow, yeah. I had a summer, all right. I probably had the hardest summer since my first year as a full time director. Oof. See, and I was told that your third year at a location is supposed to be your easiest. Well, this was year three for me here in Alabama. And uh, no, not so easy. I had the
0: opposite. I I'm had so glad. One of the best summers um, that I've had in a very long time. And it has taken eight years to get here. So whoever told you that is wrong
1: this is like my eighth ninth year in full-time camping too but it's okay yeah this is just my eighth year at the zoo Uh oh (laughs) yeah it took
0: eight years for us to get to a great summer (laughs) a very easy summer minus a few things but i'm so jealous so
1: what made your summer so difficult this year We're going to rewind all the way back to staff training. I was fully hired um, as of like the end of April, fully staffed, ready to go, going into a great year. And then staff training hit. We do all of our program and training and stuff before all staff, before leadership. So we just get program Mm -hmm. out of the way. So, So we do our ropes training. We do our lifeguard training. I have picked up the internationals. The internationals are here on camp. We go through ropes training. We go through lifeguard training. Everything's great. Um. So yeah, so we, we get through program training. I have a week of leadership training. So the two internationals who I have here um, asked if they could go visit friends in the area. One um, knew some people in the Huntsville area, another knew some in the Tennessee area that had a whole week until, you know, all staff training. So yeah, that's fine. I mean, you don't have to hang out on camp. I'm not you know, unless you want to get some hours in, I'm happy to work you, but you're not contracted to work this week. So that's fine. Staff training shows up, all staff. We get through leadership. Leadership was great. Oh, I had seven leadership staff. It was great. We get through leadership. And everybody shows up. I've got HR on property because they do our pre-employment you know pre drug tests. They help me with paperwork for all staff training. One person fails their drug test. So there's minus one. Um, one, one counselor fails their drug test. Um, so goodbye. Uh, and then we get to like getting ready to start and we start at like nine by that point, 9. a.m. I'm missing one of my internationals who took a week off. Like they just never came back. They never came back. Boy, uh, they, I had because of the, the language barrier. So all my international students here spoke Spanish of some dialect. And so I had one the Marile is one of the ones who she's phenomenal. Oh, she was great. Love her. If you're listening, Marilee, shout out to you. Hope you're enjoying Canada. So she (laughs) I have her reach out to this person and say, you know, in Spanish so that there's no, you know, language barrier. They don't pick up the phone. They don't respond to text. Nothing. Well, about 11 o'clock that day, I get a text from them saying, hey, my friend's an over-the-road truck driver. I'm not going to be able to get back for a couple days. What? They went on a truck adventure? No, like, they I guess the person they knew in the area wasn't over the... I don't know. I'm assuming that's what their excuse was. I don't know if that was the real reason. So... Okay, fine. I tell him, well, his visa and his job is at risk if he does not find a way to get back here in the next 24 hours. Uh, and then, so from there, we go about our training day. Get there the next morning. Everybody shows up again, minus him. And that same merrily comes into my office and tells me that the person contacted her that night before. Said he's not coming back interesting was there a reason why no just uh, just not coming back i said okay thank you i appreciate it so i contact my lovely friends at aina who i love so dearly um who are phenomenal by the way they took that. i have to commend Iena. i use them i love them shameless plug go use aina for international staff no they do not sponsor this but hey jeff if you'd like to i'm open to it uh <laughs> But I have to say their customer service in this situation was phenomenal. I've never had this happen to me. I've never had to let go an international staff. I've never had one ghost me, not show up, any of these things. So I have never had to deal with anything like this. Their customer service, chef's kiss. So I contact them and I say, hey, here's here's what happened. What do I do? And they pretty much said, I'm so sorry. Fill out the incident report and we will take it from here. That's amazing. They 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 took it all. Um, they gave us a partial refund because he didn't work out his contract. I I cannot, I was a huge fan of Iena before. That's why I'm saying like, I go use Iena. Their customer service is so phenomenal. I mean, they always are there, you know, a hundred percent to support the the directors and everything when things get crazy or or staff have struggles or things like that. But in a weird situation like this, amazing. I I didn't have to worry about it. Like I was at that point, I I just let HR know, like, hey, just kind of terminate them out of there, and that's it. That's crazy that they even gave you a partial refund. Oh, I, I was not expecting it. And it wasn't right. really a refund. I mean, it was, we hadn't paid the bill yet because the bill hadn't been due yet. So, I mean, it was a credit on our account, but I mean, even still that love them, love will forever use them uh, after that. So, yeah, so that was, that was staff training. Uh, We had to work around some things because we needed to uh get, find more lifeguards because they were lifeguard trained. Um. So now I'm down one ropes person, one lifeguard because that person did both. Past that, I wasn't too worried. And then we're also, yeah, we're down one counselor. No big deal. All right, so let's start camp. Yeah, let's do it. Thursday, first Thursday with children. My equestrian staff give their two weeks notice. All of them. Oh, God. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but. It's laughable now.
0: I mean, yeah, but in the moment, we were texting when all of this was happening and I could feel your stress radiating through my cell phone. <laughs>
1: yes so yes my my equestrian staff and my ropes lead because he was dating one of them oh i didn't know about the
0: ropes lead
1: yes well in my equestrian my two equestrian staff because they were also year-round staff they were considered leadership so that's three leadership down that's rough so they gave their two weeks notice um because of that because it was my entire equestrian staff um my ceo showed up within an hour of me letting him know that Love him for that, um, to try and come up with a plan to save the equestrian program for the remainder of the summer because we run eight weeks of horse camp in two week sessions. We love a supportive supervisor. We do, oh, we do. And so he showed up within an hour. Uh, my farrier was out that day. My vet was out that day. Uh, yeah, everyone was there. Uh, so yeah, So so he shows up, we come up with a plan. Within 24 hours, I cannot find anybody to cover. So we have to cancel almost $50,000 worth of revenue in horse camp. Oh,
0: that is rough. Mm-hmm. That's a huge chunk of revenue. Mm-hmm.
1: So, okay. So they work out the session because it's two week sessions, and they're supposed to work a couple days into the third week of camp because that would have been their two weeks. They do not. They finish right on that Friday of the end of the session, and that leaves me to be in the barn because I wasn't able to hire anyone that quickly. So now I am in the barn running camp and also making sure my kitchen isn't falling apart because we had to switch from disposable trays to reusable trays this year because that same lovely supportive CEO who I really do I oh gosh I appreciate him so much but he took away our dumpster like a week before camp started because because the dumpster people were not coming and picking up our dumpster but still charging us to come out here fraud so (laughs) understandably he got rid of the dumpster but that's big then we had to figure out the trash situation in a very short so my kitchen lead we only do not have a dishwasher we only have a three compartment sink so I had to keep her on help like I had to support her the best I could um and help wash dishes and do whatever be in the barn run camp everything so that was that Um, um along these timelines we have one other leadership person who wasn't really pulling their weight, working up to standards, uh, talked to her a couple of times. Well, right before the week of 4th of July, her dad passed away. And so she had to leave. Mm -hmm. Um, Understandably so. um, Hated that that's how she ended up having to leave. Felt horrible for her. But then we didn't have, you know, the struggle of trying to get her to where she needed to be because clearly our conversations with her just weren't getting there. And we don't know if it was also because if she had all this stuff going on at home. So no harm, no foul to her, but I went from seven leadership to three leadership within four weeks of camp. That's crazy. So I do have to say, I do have to say on a positive note, those three leadership, I'm going to say it, they kick butt. Oh my God. Those ladies uh, are phenomenal. I have two of them returning next summer and I could not be happier. Yep. Uh, They ran camp for me. They kept schedules in order. One of them was a lifeguard lead. So I did not have to worry about anything aquatic. She had five years of lifeguarding under her belt and I, oh love the three of them. Love them. I, I wish my lifeguard lead can't return. She, she's going to go on and be a veterinarian and do awesome, important things with her life. Uh, but love them to death. I, if they're listening, I love you girls and please come back. Uh, so yeah, so love them. They, I have to say that they ran camp this year. They, they did, they ran camp. I mean, somebody had to, because you had to do, you had to take care of the horses. Somebody had a big job. Mm -hmm. And we have borders. So it's not just camp horses. It's border horses too.
0: Yeah. I remember you saying that. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And that is a huge source of revenue too. Mm -hmm. God forbid somebody's horse isn't being taken care of. Yes.
1: Woo. So yeah. So that was uh, my summer because we had to cancel equestrian camps. Typically as we get closer to the end of the summer, so like week six, seven, eight, I'm usually able to cap my numbers a little bit to fit what staff I have left, right? Like we all know staff go on vacation, go back to school, especially this generation. I appreciate though, the families who have allowed their kids to wait until towards the end of the summer to take vacation, not in the middle, because I I do typically plan for that. Like that's in the however many years I've been working camp, that's normal, you know, last couple of weeks of camp, you're losing people. And remind me again,
0: are your counselors college age or they high school age? Uh,
1: primarily high school. So we start uh-huh. hiring at 17, but we do have some college. So but like we had some that had to go back, other commitments. Like we had some that were only contracted for the month of June. So like we knew we run June and July. For those who are new to listening, Alabama runs a very early camp uh, mid May to the end of July is, is our camp season. So while some of you guys are still in camp in August, I'm done. Uh, so I'm available and I usually come and help. So if you need some help in August, I'm usually around. That's what my vacations are. I go to camp. <laughs> I did it a couple of years ago and loved it, yeah. but yeah. So anyway, we went to Boston. after. I went to New York right. at my, in my home camp. Uh, and I worked two sessions not this year, obviously. Uh, but the year before I worked their horse camp for two weeks and I was an in-cabin counselor for a bunch of 10 year olds. It was relaxingly and exhausting all at the same time. So, but yes, so because of back to, back to the, the, we're almost done with my camp summer. So that's great. Uh, (laughs) No, before, but you know, we we normally cap and things like that. Well, I couldn't because we had canceled so many camps. So we ended up actually hiring on four people uh, week four to start week six. And so they came in and they did training over Fourth of July week. We did two days of train two days, day and a half, I don't remember. But we did a, a couple day training with them so they could get trained. Yes, it was rapid fire training. but um again, my leadership trained them. I only popped in here and there to clarify questions and stuff. Like I said, I could not have functioned without them this year. Uh, But anyway, so of those four that we hired, wait, it gets better. Of those four that we hired, one did not show up for their first day of work after training. (laughs) I'm so sorry. One got hurt on workers' camp, workers' comp three days in. Thankfully, he was playing with the kids and he hit his foot on a stump dislocated his toe and broke it, but because it was workers' comp, he kept trying to show up here and keep working. And I was like, dude, you're on workers' comp. I have to go with the paperwork. Like, I don't get to decide here for you. It's workers' comp. Uh, But yeah, so, but he's phenomenal. He has an invite back for next year, uh, but broke his foot, toe, something like that. He ended up coming back for like the last two days of camp and helped out, which was phenomenal. But yes, one ghosted out of those four, one got hurt two days in. So I was left with two. One, I ended up hiring year round out of those four. She now works in my barn. Yay. She's a barn (laughs) hand. (laughs) Woohoo. But yeah, so that um, we finished out our summer. Staffing was definitely the biggest issue. I will say that on top of all of that, I definitely had a lot of camper conflict as I think you and I, Shauna, we kind of talked about was a big issue this year, uh, as well as I definitely had some parents call in with unreason and cell phones. Cell phones were big. We had one instance, so we had we didn't have as bad as bus issues as we did the year before in terms of buses breaking down because we bus our kids. Uh, but we did have one week where we a couple buses did you know get funky. So I had one of my drivers test driving a bus as, after our mechanic tried some things to to you know diagnose it and he got stuck like not even a mile away. So but I went to go pick him up so that the mechanic could fix the bus. And I'm getting back and this parent's showing up. And I'm like, all right, no big deal. Like, I'll go in my office, say hi to the parent. Uh, Because, I mean, they're usually just come pick up. My staff was in the office. They know what they're doing. Come to find out that parent showed up because their camper texted them saying they were lost in the woods on our property.
0: I have a great cell phone story too. Um, They were also a thorn in my side. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm banning cell phones. Oh, time. we do, we do. Uh, but we do. Not we don't. When we are now, I'm I'm over it.
1: Yeah. So that um that when we've we had a few this summer of like the older kids texting their parents and saying, Hey, I don't feel good. Like, can you come pick me up? And that's how we found out that they wanted to go home. Like, come on, like just tell us. We're a day camp. I'm not trying to keep kids here if they don't want to be here. So just tell me. Uh, but yeah, no, that one was frustrating because obviously the parent was distraught like they thought their kid was actually lost it was a first-time camper it was I mean they were older but it was still just one of those things of like really like they're not lost in our woods we knew exactly where they were the kid was not lost and they were paired they were paired with a returner maybe the just wanted to go home well they did and they didn't come back but yes, camper conflict was rough. Parents were, you know, being parents as they typically are. But um, that was my summer in a nutshell. We did, so our under, end of summer gifts, and I'll read it to you because I have one in my office. So we ended up doing shadow boxes and th- we love this. Our staff love this too. So if you need an end of summer gift idea, that's not very expensive, but like customizable. Um, so we did a shadow box and put random things in there of the summer but so it reads it's the memories of 2023 a band-aid for all the incident reports they were all behavioral by the way um a dead battery for all the radios that didn't always work a single fletching for every arrow lost a bandana from the pocket pals to avoid the cost so we ended up running out of camp store items and had to buy some stuffed animals and like create our bandanas (laughs) for for branding um a horseshoe for all the luck we needed when kelly was in the barn uh, a match to start all the fires for smores, unless it rained the night before. A piece of lost and found that never made it home. A piece of rope to show which way the harness goes. Our staff struggled putting on harnesses this year. Ropes harness, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Our rope staff like was constantly fixing them, even though we trained the staff in it. A stick from all the homes in the woods that we built, a loose screw. For all the children who didn't listen but never quit. And then finally a warhead because we did the warhead thing. I think if you listen to one of our last episodes right before uh, the summer, I talked about doing something with a warhead. And so we ended up doing it during staff training. So I included that in there. But the best part is, is so one of my leadership ended up making mine. So this way I didn't really know it. She put the horseshoe upside down because I was out of luck.
0: I mean fitting your summer was rough
1: (laughs) but it's just a cute little thing so like here's that it's a great uh, end of summer idea our staff absolutely loved it because they understood every single one of those all of our incident reports or majority of them were behavioral incident reports a lot of them were not injury reports at all um and like we did run out of camp store stuff Uh, So we ended up going on Amazon, getting these little like keychain stuffed animals because they love the stuffed animals. Dollar store for some heat transfer paper and some fabric. And we just put our logo on them with a hair straightener and tied (laughs) them all. I mean, that's the way to do it. How much money did you save? (laughs) Um, Well, in total, I think I spent for what 72 times two because we ordered it twice. So like 144. Um, so for 144 items, I probably spent close to $200, maybe a little bit less, but we sold them. Like we probably made like bank. There's no more left. They all sold
0: out. Hey, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah. My end of the season gift. This was like the first time I didn't get them anything zoo branded. If you're listening for the first time, I run a zoo camp. Um I just got them like a keychain that said I survived the summer of 2023 because of the kids behavior. I feel like worked. I need one of those. I'll send you one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure to, you it had the a- say LPZ. It might say LPZ. That's fine. But I'll just write Pine Ridge instead. <laughs> it
1: doesn't even need it. But why don't you tell me about your summer because you clearly yeah. had I mean, well, aside from a couple incidents personally uh you we'll there. <laughs> yeah uh, you definitely had a far better summer than I did because I'm, I'm just really... over here pulling my hair out and texting you every week of the next new thing yes. that happened.
0: and I was like oh want to hear this cute story <laughs> um yeah my summer was fantastic it was the best summer that I've had at the camp that I'm currently at Gosh, it was such a great summer. I, I just keep saying that because this was the most relaxed I've ever been during the summer ever, and I was home before seven almost every day, unless I had a sleepover, so that was just gorgeous. Like it was, <laughs> people were taking pictures of my desk and sending it to each other and being like, Sean already went home. Because normally I'm there to like eight, nine, 10 and you're a day camp too. yes day camp. But, um, I had asked for additional staff this summer. Like I pleaded when we were doing budgets, like I need another camp assistant. I need two of them. I need, you know, I got another CIT position open this summer. So I had five CITs and I had 16 staff. That were college age or older, five counselors in training who are high school age. And then I had like 17 teen volunteers that don't get paid. They're just there to get service hours so they can graduate. But I had a very full, on top of like my inclusion specialist and everything, I had a great staff, like two extra counselors just in case, overhired. And just having that second assistant just took so much off of my plate that theoretically should have never been there in the first place, but have just been there forever. Um, So yeah, having additional staff was a game changer this summer. Um, I felt like well rested,
1: what is that? I know. <laughs> I, I fall fell. asleep on weekends just sitting on my couch not knowing what was going on. Like my husband takes his weekly weekly nap, you know, on the weekends he goes and naps about the same time. And like he'd come out and be like, How was your nap? I was like, I fell asleep.
0: <laughs> You've been sleeping for eight hours.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not no, a napper. I'm not. I do
0: um, not. I could sleep all day if oh, you God, want. I'm me. So I am a napper.
1: Jealous.
0: Oh my gosh. Give me a warm blanket and a comfy spot. Like, I fall asleep on the bus all the time. I could fall asleep anywhere. I am that person. Um, I live in the city. I don't, you know, have, like, a bus that I drive. Um, <laughs> take the city bus. But, yeah, also my staff were phenomenal. Um, I had no no-shows. Uh, everybody showed up. Nobody dropped out once they were hired. Like, I i am worried for next summer. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, but yeah, my staff was fantastic and they were fantastic to an extreme like where they were very serious about the work that they were doing. Like they wanted it to be right. They wanted to make sure that they were meeting the program and delivering it well. And like I just I cannot if any of my staff is listening and I said this like almost every day. You were wonderful. Like my best staff to date, probably tied from like my 2019 staff. No, they were better than my 2019 staff. My 2019 staff was great. But there was like a, you know, there's only a handful where you're like, Ugh. I didn't have a handful. I didn't even have one this summer where I was like, mm, maybe they could be doing more. I mean, I know your face distraught. <laughs> yeah, they were wonderful. But week three of camp. We every Friday, we do an all camp event to like signify like the end of the camp. And that Friday, we do like a large whole zoo predator prey game where we split the campers up into herbivores, omnivores and carnivores. The counselors are boundary markers because we're a free public zoo. So I have to make sure the kids stay within the boundary. But then all of my teens, they're like food and water. Some of them are hunters, some of them are like Mother Nature, and the kids have to like tag each other and collect food and water. It's, it's beautiful. It's my favorite game. Well, anywho, we also had donors here this day because we had two brand new um, donors who were also on the board that we're really interested in just the things that we were doing for children at the zoo. So they were shadowing us for a few days. Um, this was also the days where it was like over 100 every day. I'm so sorry that you had over 100 degree weather in-, in- Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I shouldn't talk about weather. <laughs> I always forget you're in the South, but like, it's hot, okay? Oh yeah, it was. We're, we're originally from the Northeast I know where- we are we get like 192 degree day a summer so like i'm going to complain about anything over 90 because That's fine but yeah it was it was very hot okay it was hot to the point where like we had a limit how much time the kids were outside plus it was during the canadian wildfires so we also had Terrible air quality, there. so kids couldn't go outside as much. So, anywho, this was like our first day outside all week because of how bad the air quality was. So, I'm explaining the rules of the game because we've only done this game like two years ago, and I, you know, I, I used to facilitate it at a couple other places that I work, so nobody really knows how to facilitate it except for me, um, because my leadership staff is only six people so and it changes every year um so i am the one with the historical knowledge <laughs> so i am explaining this game and then i reach down to grab one of the props from the game and my knee completely gives out like i hear a snap a pop there's grinding Ugh. i am then slowly lowering myself to the ground tears in my eyes, my face. I know it turned sheet white because I felt it and I thought I was going to vomit from how much pain I was in. But I just looked over at my manager and I said, call the EMT. And she was like, huh? I was like, call the EMT. And then I continued on with the instructions for the game because I am that person and I didn't wanna let anyone down. Oh, man. So I was sitting on the ground tears in my eyes trying to like hold in all the pain so that the kids don't know and it just looked like they call me principal shauna principal shauna sat on the ground (laughs) so after i explained the game the emt's been waiting for me to finish explaining the game at least they knew yeah well i my staff stopped them (laughs) (laughs) because they were like who's her and they were like oh she is and they're like but you have to wait she has to finish explaining the game (laughs) So they bring me over to a chair, like I cannot walk. I cannot walk at all. Um, So I am like have two people on either side of me walking me over. The EMT is useless. He just keeps saying, this is out of my scope. This is, I don't know, This you should go to the, this is outside of my scope. And I'm like, I'm not asking you to fix me. I'm not even asking you what happened. Just put an ice pack on me and wrap it. (laughs) Like that is all I need from you now. Um, buddy who had a nice ER visit and they immediately knew that I tore something. Um, and I was on crutches for two weeks They I got the MRI and it's a full knee blowout. So, uh, my ACL, my meniscus and it's, um, my MCL is questionable. They couldn't really see it on the MRI, but it's m- probably torn too. Um, so, yeah, don't reach to grab anything. Um, so I was workers comp all summer, but because I could walk, I could still I could work. Still work. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was nice. I got golf carted around a lot of places. Heck yeah! And that was great. <laughs> but, yeah, that was week three. Um, and I was on walking restriction. So I could not go out and see my campers this summer, which was because that's my favorite part and also just watching my staff interact with the camper so I could only really walk to and from the lion house which I'm not complaining um the baby lions that you had all the baby lions. lions yeah we had three babies born um in January they're not babies anymore they're like I don't know they're like little kid age now <laughs> they're so big but yeah so hobbling around in pain knee swollen but Excellent staff. And without that staff, I don't know what would have happened this summer with my knee being how it was, it would have been so much more pressure on like my higher ups because they would have had to fill in for me. But yeah, so I am having surgery. Eventually, I have to do pre op PT first because they want me to get those muscles. real strong um, because they don't know what they're looking at yet when they won't know until they open me up about the MCL so they want me to get as much pre up as I can but honestly outside of camper behavior that was the worst thing that happened this summer so I I can't complain like I mean I had some crappy parent interactions which we all do Um, but I feel like this was like the first year where I think I've just realized that I have to stop caring about the small things that the parents complain about because like I take it so personally because I like we all do do. we We all do into our programs like this is passion work for most of us because unless you're working at a private camp you're not getting paid a lot yeah so I would always take it so personally but this summer I was just like you're a lawyer what do you know (laughs) you don't know this industry I know this industry but outside of those few blips it was a great summer um with the parents they were just so excited and happy that they even got into our camp because if you listen to one of our I can't remember one of like a March podcast I told you how quickly we sold out five minutes so it was just so great to see a lot of campers that had grown too like we had one camper that we were dreading coming all summer and they were coming the last week of camp and they were there the previous year and it was they were just emotionally and physically out of control and different kid this summer oh good i was dreading them coming all summer and they showed up hi miss and i was like oh my gosh (laughs) You're saying hi to me. Um, But yeah, they had a great camp. They even made friends. It was the first summer that they actually like were interacting with peers. And
1: like, that's awesome. That's the whole
0: reason we do this. Yeah, it was just so beautiful to see after we had warned because this, this child's behavior was like, there were like, it wasn't just swear words. It was the use of like racist words Mm. but not knowing how to use them like they had heard them but they didn't know how to use them you know they were just saying them to say them and just throwing stuff and like you know clearing a room clearing an area um but none of that happened this summer so did you have any
1: physical fights
0: yes yeah we did too yes we had punching like that was like you said the majority of your incident reports were behavior so were mine we had two major injuries that's not bad no not bad at all we had somebody no that was last summer we had somebody potentially break an ankle we thought it was broken because it bruised immediately but it turned out just to be a really bad strain um so that was lucky but then she was like in a boot walking around for the rest of camp and then i forget i was in the emt again for something but
1: I'm not remembering what it was so yeah yeah we had I had I had four children in four corners of my office right before we loaded buses one day because two fist fight broke out yeah I had four kids all in my office all for different things Mm -hmm. oh uh, revolving door if I wasn't in the barn I was handling camper conflict that my leadership staff had already tried to get through to them like I was last in command and it wasn't stuff that, like, it was just continuous behavioral issues. Uh, now, granted, the fights came directly to me. They didn't go to leadership first. Like, they, they came directly to me. But anything else that leadership had dealt with on a, you know, an ongoing basis. And we only are here for one week. And, like, some kids were in my office multiple times in a week. Yes, I had several
0: frequent flyers where my counselors would radio me and say, Hey, I'm bringing you a kid. And I would say, is it my friend from earlier? And the response was always yes. And I was just, what is going on? But yeah, the behavior of the children this summer, and I feel like this has been across the board, just based on talking to other camp directors. We're going to talk about that later in a later episode. Uh, But was atrocious. I had fist fights. I had, campers peeing on each other again again and like i i'm starting to think that this pee thing is very unique to my camp
1: and only happens
0: at my camp because every time i tell them i have a camper that pees on another camper every year and and they're different and they're different children Mm -hmm. every year this happens this happened twice this year one was personal purse oh my gosh words purposeful the other one the kid got distracted at the urinal <laughs> he was that oh. one that was that one the accidental one is phenomenal oh gosh it was so funny um when the behavior was also like that annoying behavior mm-hmm. where there's nothing that you can really do about it right right my teens this summer like oh, my the language I- of the teens
1: uh
0: all of my middle schoolers um like the teenage middle schoolers the tweens teens were just i don't want to say awful but their behavior was like yeah, us too and that's the group that i have to sleep over with when, on their last day they do a sleepover in an animal house and I dreaded them, and I never do, because it's normally just such a fun, and enjoyable. Like, we have we have a taco dinner, we play Capture the Flag, we watch a movie, we get them all snuggled in, and then I get to go sleep away from them while the counselors stay with them, and, you know, they sleep underneath the gorillas or the chimpanzees, and it's just, like, it used to be a very magical experience. It's not anymore, and I've canceled all sleepovers moving forward, because for the past few summers, the behavior at the sleepovers have just been so bad that i don't feel like i feel like they pose more risk than they do benefit which is sad because when i first started at the zoo kids would wait years to go on those sleepovers they'd be like oh next year next year next year and not anymore they just don't care about it it's
1: not novel for them yeah we and- ended up having to cancel so like our our kids across the board especially the older kids their favorite thing is to go in the woods and just play in the woods right which is phenomenal like great like i love it but we actually had to prevent them from going into the woods because of behavior because for us they are supervised but a lot of times we just part especially the older like those middle school kids you buddy them up with a returner And you have to give them boundaries and they can just, you know, have to be within like earshot and they can go do play in the woods feeling like they're not with a counselor right on top of them. Right. Because they've they've, you know, they're older. They've, you know, no, we had to prevent them from going into the woods multiple times saying, sorry, like, I cannot trust you to behave in the woods. And that's
0: sad because that's what camp. Yeah. Oh, it's about that freedom to learn and grow and also be within nature
1: not that your camp doesn't have other nature stuff but like being in the woods well because it's free play basically in the woods yeah. like a lot of them like to build you know shelters and and do home in the woods and and things like that and I mean I just I couldn't trust them
0: You know, I also had gambling rings at camp this summer. Well, I have gambling rings every summer, but this year was particularly bad. Like with money, they use money. They were flipping coins. So you had to guess whether it was heads or tails, you know, like basic, like get you in the door gambling. (laughs) And they were betting their toys. Like they were addicts. Like one kid wrote up an IOU list to one kid. And I had to write a behavior notice about it because I was like, you cannot gamble at camp. And he's like, but he owes me all this because he lost. I was like, no, he owes you nothing. I'm giving this list to your mother. (laughs) And these are campers that have been coming forever. And then we had like a huge
1: Pokemon card. Oh, we always have Pokemon cards. But that Um, for us, they they're not an issue. This summer they were. Mm. I had campers bring in Pokemon
0: cards that were worth hundreds of dollars and trade them. Um, The worst thing this summer was, now I would say the second worst thing because there was an even worse thing, but the second worst thing that happened this summer was one of our uh, tween age, tween teen, I think she was a seventh grader. um, She was in our zoo crew, which is our oldest campers the ones that sleep over, go on field trips, all that stuff. Um, So they were out at free play one morning and free play is all camp. And she said that a person, a man, was staring at her. Um, so she called 911. Yeah. She called 911. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah, that happened. And so they showed up at the zoo. Funny story. They never came. <laughs> they didn't even come. So I don't even know what's worse. I don't know what's worse because they can pinpoint your location now on your cell phone. Yes. And the that we were like you need like you're not in trouble. We we're like we don't want you to think what you did was wrong. If you felt uncomfortable, like yes, and you did the right thing, but we wish that you would have told an adult first because we would have been able to assess the situation and maybe handled it a little differently. But we didn't want to let that child know that like you can't call 911. Right. So yeah, so they called 911 we were asking her like what did they say like and she was like I don't know I I told them where I was that I was at the zoo and they said that they were they knew my location because they could see me on the GPS and they were coming. And um, then I just got really scared that I was on the phone with 911 so I hung up and I called my mom and that's how we found out that she called 911 because mom called us and said hey. My kid called 911, is she okay? And we were like, I'm staring at her, she's fine. Like we had no idea that this was happening. So I'm like, I'm on the phone with mom and I'm like, I can see her, she's hanging out with friends and she's just on her cell phone. Like she's free play, we let them, the tweens were unmanageable. So we just let them have their cell phones, which I now understand parenting take your tablet and go sit in a corner. <laughs> That's how I felt with the tweens. That is how I felt this summer with the oh tweet. Goodness. I was so frustrated with them. But yeah, she called 911. The police never came. And the man that she described was nowhere in the zoo. So like we even had public safety come out and like try to look for this person. Because we did have issues with pedophiles this summer, um, which I'll talk about. That was the worst thing.
1: Called 911. That was a new one. That's a new one. Would you like to know my cactus story? Because I have a great cactus story. Does it involve police officers? (laughs) No, unfortunately, it does not. Yes. So, because it lasted all summer. For us, this cactus lasted all summer. So, I don't even know what week it was. It was like early in the summer, but it wasn't week one. It wasn't like middle of the week. It was just early in the summer. Kid comes into the nurse's office. Hands are hurting. Can't see anything wrong with them. You know, whatnot. So they're they're at the nurse. Nurse is looking at the hands like, what did you, did you touch something? Like, were you, well, yeah, I was in the woods. Okay. Well, what did you touch? Because we're wiping down, we have IV wipes because we have poison ivy and oak and all that stuff. So she's wiping them down with ivy wipes and they're still stinging. And she's like, well, I touched a cactus. But it wasn't spiky. (laughs) So then, a few weeks later, like, okay, so the nurse looks a little bit closer, finds the, you know, the itty, itty, bitty, like, they're they're kind of, they feel like a, um, what's what's it, fiberglass splinter? Yeah. So Mm -hmm. a few weeks later, the nurse has a revolving door. Like, kids constantly... And she, it always seems to happen with the same nurse. We've had her for three years. Our nurses, like we do multiple nurses and they all work certain weeks and things like that. But this this nurse, we love her. She's been with us for the last three years. Uh, she works the most weeks out of the summer. So, but she has this revolving door. And I seem to always be in the office when the revolving door <laughs> decides to hit, which is good because I can help triage and get her the, the kids. So this one child who she's with, the nurse, Screaming bloody murder! Uh, that all they had done was fall and scrape their knee, and this kid is screaming of like, "Call an ambulance! I'm gonna die! Take me to the hospital!" Screaming. So one kid came in was like, "My hands are stinging," and we're thinking, "Okay, again, the ivy wipes, whatever." We bring her, the two of us, rule of three, into my office and close the door because the kid's screaming bloody murder. The nurse's office is across across the room from me Mm -hmm. in a different office. And finally she tells us she touched a cactus why are we touching cactus why are we we touching cactus so we get we get closer into the the end of the summer the older kids come in well i touched a cactus can you just like give me something at that point it's comical because it's like where are you guys finding this cactus and why are we touching this cactus? And why is everybody describing this cactus exactly the same way that it doesn't have spikes on it? And so that is why everybody is picking it up. Okay, so now... Wait a second, hold on. I don't know my southern botanicals, but do cacti grow down there? Uh-huh. Naturally? Not, yes, but, and not many. Like, we have tiny little, like, The one cactus I knew of on camp, other than this mysterious cactus, was over by the barn and it was off in the woods. And when they sprayed one year to like kill a bunch of weeds and stuff, Uh they killed it. Or at least I think they killed it. Anyway, fast forward to like the last day of camp or second to last day of camp. I go out into the woods on the Kubota, the ATV Kubota, to deal with the behavior. (laughs) Shocker. Anyway, so I'm out in the woods and the counselor's telling me about this behavior and they say, oh, by the way, can you take so-and-so back with you to the nurse's office? He touched a cactus. This is one of my teens at this point. All the other kids have been younger. This is now we're now we're in my middle school teens. I said, okay, well, I'm here. Take me to this cactus. So we went on a much longer little hike than I had expected. I thought it was going to be like from the corner in the woods like right there nope no we were we were going some bushwhacking and whatnot they had built a home in the woods so that's why we drew attention to said cactus i don't know when this home in the woods got built but it was a shelter. right in front of the opening is this itty cactus and i need to send a picture of this to the show notes for kurt to include because i brought the cactus back to my office
0: was it the cactus you showed me before?
1: Yes, it was the cactus that I showed you before we started recording this episode that is now sitting in a pot that I propagated on my desk as a reminder of this lovely cactus story. So now the cacti that only has four spikes, it has four <laughs> spikes is sitting on my desk in a little fox pot. and like I said I will I will send Kurt a picture to include in the show notes. And all of the little areas where spikes could either grow or had been in the past have all these little, like, they look fuzzy. They're not fuzzy because I accidentally knocked it over one day and grabbed it and got one in my hand. So they're not fuzzy. But So you touched the cactus too? Accidentally. <laughs> Mine was accidental. All the kids were purposeful anyway the cactus now lives on my desk and I'm trying to figure out a way to incorporate it into next summer because the cactus lives on my desk now uh and it's small it's only a couple inches it's like a little paddle uh I propagated it it does have roots it is at least into the dirt that is on there I'm not a plant person so this is gonna be real fun if I can keep it alive long enough for until summer well
0: cacti are succulent so
1: that's what I'm thinking
0: You don't really have to do much.
1: But that is our cactus story. That that and the shadow boxes with the upside down luck out of me out of luck for the horseshoe were probably the highlights of my summer. That's
0: wild. Yeah. No, I don't have any cacti stories. Our children aren't allowed to touch our flowers because we are also a botanic garden. So um oh no we're not a botanic garden we are a certified arboretum so we don't let the kids touch any of the flowers we do this whole thing like what happens when you what do you call a flower that's been picked a dead flower and the kids are like no so <laughs> I don't know why that joke always kills them but they're like no dead flowers but yeah I had some great fun stories so like one of our um We do a morning free play. We do an afternoon free play. And this is where we were having issues with uh, strange men coming to take pictures of the children and and get a call, you know, security and everything. And this typically happens. We are free public zoo. Anybody can come in. So this is something that I train my staff on. They know what to look for. We go very heavily into this because our biggest inherent risk is stranger danger um just because we are free i mean i wouldn't even i would put like an animal escape at like 15 on my list before anything else so people are always like oh yeah your most dangerous thing must be like an animal escape and i'm like that's like literally never happened at my zoo so no it's not it's strange men but we do these two free plays we do one at a lawn inside the zoo and then one at a lawn just outside but it's still our property so on this lawn that's outside of our property anybody can go there so it's like bless you (laughs) so anybody can go on this property from the public anything like in previous years i've had campers witness people getting arrested (laughs) like it's chicago it's a city stuff happens i just sent a quick email home like hey this happened and the parents were like yeah they saw one last week too um city things just city things you know um but my kids kept finding stuff this summer so like week two, they found like a huge no parking sign, like pole and everything, like city sign. And they were just walking with it through the field. <laughs> just casually, the, their counselor was like, what are you doing? Where did you get this? They're like, oh, it's over there. We thought we'd bring it over here. Um, what else did they? They found a wiffle bat one day? I honestly think that they stole that wiffle bat, and then I kept finding it places, which was an annoyance to me because I told them that they couldn't play with it because they were beating each other with it as children do. Um, but yeah, they just kept finding crazy things on that field this summer, but like funny things because we found other stuff on that field before that was not fun. But this was just like, a, tr- a unique treasure hunt for them all summer which was just adorable
1: like, I'm ready it- for 24 like let's go like 23 is over let's do it I summer
0: in 23 some more though
1: no nope, it's over <laughs> the books the books so we are recording this right now it's mid-september I'm sure this will be out in early October my books on 2023 officially close in 15 days and the new fiscal year starts and I'm in 2024 in 15 days. Like, let's go. Registration opens, staff applications open, my 23 books are closed. Like, I'm ready.
0: That's so funny because my fiscal year, 2023, ended in March. So, what? My fiscal years are so weird. So, I'm in fiscal year 24 right now. Yeah. Did they start it before the
1: i don't know how that works yeah
0: so our fiscal year goes april 1st to march 31st so the fiscal year is the year it's ending for us
1: okay so I'm in well, fiscal- well mine starts in 15 days so let's go <laughs>
0: yes you can go have fun but i am going to bask in this summer just a little bit longer
1: nope. because it's done i've been I, i've, I've... <laughs> after camp had ended I had one weekender left for for equestrian and they they gave their two weeks notice uh what was it? it had to have been early August so that same day I booked a trip to Seattle for vacation and I said I'm out yeah yeah uh literally booked it for two weeks from literally oh yeah I left the same week that person was done um thankfully I had another person coming in that I had just hired so I was here for at least a week with the new girl uh to get her onboarded and you know comfortable. Uh yeah. and so obviously I was still available via cell phone as I pretty much always am even if I'm on vacation. But yeah. So I'm ready. Let's let's do this. Let's get to 2024. I'm ready. And I'm just gonna stay in it for another week, I
0: think. And okay. I'll be done. I just it was just such a good summer. I know I know you had it rough, but like having phenomenal staff
1: oh it makes the world great. a do it makes yes. that's how I felt about leadership so. that's,
0: I mean I'm glad that you had a little glimmer because I did the text message that I was getting I was like oh boy I'm not even gonna tell her how great things are <laughs> I know you never you never told me how it was I was like because I'm having besides
1: my knee like this is great you did tell me the day you you snapped your knee in half but yeah. Well, you can bask for another week or so in 2023. <laughs> I'm going to gear up for 2024. Yeah, just, uh, looking forward to, to, to it. To and uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks with the, the normal normal schedule. We've got mm-hmm. some great topics coming up. I um, so we really do. We, we planned a whole bunch out for this year. Um, But if anybody listening has some ideas or wants to jump on the podcast with us and discuss some stuff, we're always open to it. Reach out. Uh, We're happy to, you know, talk camp as you. I mean, this is probably one of our longer episodes and we just kind of went on about it. So we look forward to being back uh, and planning camp and discussing camp with you guys. And we will be back soon. Um, bye.